0: Hello, good morning. I welcome you to this new day. I bless God Almighty who answers prayer, the one who has helped us thus far, individually and corporately. want to appreciate God for His great mercies upon our lives by which we have been kept, preserved, and sustained. And um, I'm praying this morning, that, that mercy will not depart from you. The mercy of God will not depart from your family. The mercy of God will not depart from us as a community and nation. Today, I pray particularly that the cloud of evil over our lives and over our nations be rolled away. Every evil prophecy, negative prophecy that have been declared in the name that is above all names, I pray that by mercy they will be reversed. I pray that the God of heaven who answered the prayers of the men of Nineveh and torn away from his wrath and torn away from his judgment, Instead of consuming and wasting their lives 120,000 people, God turned to them in mercy because they cried unto Him. I cry unto God on your behalf that your life will not be wasted, your family will not be wasted, our nation will not be wasted. I pray that every judgment pending in our lives, mercy will avert them. In the name of Jesus, I pray today that the Lord God of heaven will visit our land with mercy. Yes, every drum of war, every voice of battle that is crying against our land, the Lord will silence them in the name of Jesus. I sprinkle the blood of redemption Upon our lands, upon our families and communities, I pray that the gathering of the wicked shall be in vain, even concerning our lands and lives, in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will arise for us. The Lord will defend us. May the God of heaven defend us at such a time like this, in the name of Jesus Our lives and properties shall not be wasted. God will do it for us, and we shall live to glorify God. The psalmist said, I shall not die, but live to declare the works of the Lord in the land of the living. That shall be our portion in the name of Jesus. So shall it be in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen and amen. Uh, This morning... We are trying to draw the conclusion on our series of studies on Back to Bethel. And this morning, we are looking at Inheriting the Covenant, Inheriting the Covenant, Genesis chapter 35, from verse 11 to 13, Genesis 35, 11 to 13, and God said unto him, that is unto Israel, no more Jacob now, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee, and kings shall come out of thy loins. And the land which I gave Abraham and Isaac, to thee will I give it, and to thy seed after thee will I give the land. And God went up from him in the place where he talked with him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, I want to let you know that our God is the God of covenants. Our God is the God of covenants. The ultimate purpose of inviting Jacob to Bethel, uh, that is the place of the altar, significantly, is to transfer the covenants he made with Abraham that he established in Isaac to Jacob. He wanted to transfer that covenant to Jacob. And he wouldn't do it just anyhow, anywhere. So he brought Jacob to the place of a counter and understand that the future of Israel depended so much on these particular blessings of God. I remember in Proverbs 10, 22, he said, the blessings of Lord it maketh rich. And he adds no sorrow to it. The blessings of the Lord makes a man rich. Makes a man rich. You become rich because God has blessed you. All right? If you are not blessed by God, riches will be by struggle and a lot of stress. I mentioned earlier that there is power in words. You know, when we're discussing about... The difference between Benoni and Benjamin. How Rachel, while her soul was departing, called the a baby that was to be born. He called, she called her him Benoni. But immediately Israel said, "No, he shall be called Benjamin." So we look at the implication of words in that study. Uh, but now I want to emphasize again that there is power in words. That is why this covenant blessing pronouncement uh, is very, very vital. Now, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, that through faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were made of things which do not appear. All right, the things that are seen were not made of things which do appear beloved destinies are shaped by words words are driven by spirit. understand that you know jesus said in john 6 30, 63 he said it is the spirit that quickens the word quicken means to make something alive it is the spirit that quickens the flesh profits nothing he said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. You know, so many times people labor without results, not because they don't have intelligence, not because they don't have the skill, but because they lack divine impute. Paul understood this better when he wrote in First Corinthians chapter 3, 6-7, to 1 Corinthians 3, verses 6 and 7. He said, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So then, neither is he that plants anything. Neither is he that watereth also anything, but God that giveth the increase. You are nothing. Your effort is nothing. Your wisdom is nothing if you labor without God's blessing. All right. That is very important. When God imparts a man with his blessings, all creation usually work together to bring it to pass. When God blesses a man, pronounces a man, imparts a man with blessing, the creations of God, whether human or animals or circumstances, policies, they will work together together you know, to ensure that that word of God comes to pass. So, um, it is very, very important you, you connect to the blessings of God. You know, God activated the generational covenant in Israel in his capacity as the supreme being. That is still working till today. That covenant blessing that we just read, Let me read to you the content of the blessings in that Genesis chapter 35 verses 11 and 12. Now, and God said unto him, I am God Almighty, be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall be of thee, and kings shall come out of your loins kings will come out of your loins but he didn't stop there he said and the land which i gave abraham and isaac to thee will i give it and to thy seed after thee will i give the land can you imagine that now with this pronouncement all the covenant blessings of god upon abraham and upon isaac both the visible, tangible blessings and the invisible ones were transferred to Israel at that point and to his seeds after him. It was at the place of the altar he collected all this. And as soon as God did this, the Bible says he went up from him. His destiny was finally sealed. Today, Israel dwells in the desert, but covenants made them prosperous there. By the mercies of God have been there. And I could see how difficult terrains and the environment Israel, you know, lives. Yet, from that desert, they export goods to nations. An average Israeli reign as kings in various fields, in sciences, in agriculture, in engineering, in military, just mention it. They prosper physically. They prosper mentally. You know, and anywhere you find Israel, they remain unconquerable because there is a covenant of God upon their lives. Nations bless themselves in the God of Israel. Now, having understood the place and the power of the altar, you know what Israel did? He built an altar around that covenant promise. As soon as God pronounced that upon his life and God's presence, you know, God departed from him. The Bible says in verse 14, and Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he talked with him and a pillar of stone, even a pillar of stone, and he poured a drink offering thereon, and he poured oil thereon. Now, it was through the power and the operation of the altar, he got this covenant from God. Now, to consolidate it, to appropriate it into his life, he raised another altar. You can see that (laughs) This was the same thing that Abraham did in Genesis chapter 12, verse 7. The Bible says, And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded it an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Immediately God appeared unto Abraham. He built an altar around it. This is the reason why you should not trivialize your altar whether personal altar or family altar. And when we talk about altar, like I said yesterday, we're simply talking about prayer, your prayer life. In those days, they used to establish, you know, a physical altar, you know, or stones built with stone and all that. But today we don't need that. You can make your room your altar. You can create an altar in your room. It can be your living room, in your office. You can raise Raise an altar there. That is, the altar is your meeting place with God, where you meet with God. And you need God to excel in life. Beloved, no matter how intelligent you are, no matter how connected you are, beloved, to translate those intelligence and connections and skills, to to translate them to physical blessing, you need God. You need your connection with God. You need that impartation. That's why Paul said, it is not him that is planting, that is anything, or him that is watering, that is anything. He said, it is God who brings the increase. From the place of prayer, you can cut and activate divine covenant and you drive it on in your life through prayers. Now, in a few minutes, just one minute or so, I want you to pray these covenant blessings upon your life as a spiritual Israelite that you are. If God said to Israel, he said, be fruitful, multiply, all right? He said, uh, uh, nations and company of nations will come of thee and kings, all right, shall come out of your loins. The kings, those are your children. They are to reign in life. That's why the Bible says the children of the just shall be mighty upon the earth. I want you to pray this morning and begin to pray in your spirit. We can't pray it all here. I, I, I just want you to ask God, Lord, let the covenant of fruitfulness and multiplication, let it be activated in my life from this moment on. Make me fruitful. When this covenant is at work in your life, beloved, fruitfulness comes without stress. You increase day by day, moment by moment. Your life cannot be static. When the covenant of these blessings are in your life, he said be fruitful. Don't stop at that. Multiply. He said a nation and the company of nations shall be of thee and kings shall come out of your loins. I want you to pray. And extend that prayer to your children that kings, my children, will reign here on the earth. Little wonder, Isaiah said, he said, I and the children God has given to me. We are for signs and we are for wonders which are reign here on the earth. I want you to pray, Lord, let this covenant blessing be activated in my life. Make me fruitful without stress. Let me multiply that my life will not be stagnated. Lord, let nations come out of me. All right, that kings, kings have come out of my loins. All the children that have given battle, Lord, let the covenant of greatness rest upon them. In the name of Jesus, I bless you with these blessings that as you pray this morning and continue to pray, God will hear and His nature be glorified. Good morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Sunday, I waste my name.